Really Charlie podcast. A weekly show with the one person to make you say, Really Charlie? On the Really Charlie podcast. Tune in. Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. I'm Charlie Perry, and I have two brand new friends here from Cabo Verdeans Organization, or ORG. This is a great organization. I've definitely just been reading up on them. Actually, you know, I I, I, I got um, some information thrown at me by a couple of friends. Actually, someone on your board also, which was uh, Heather. Uh-huh. And um, she she uh, spoke to me through Facebook. Eddie has talked to me. Um, Vinny has also gotten in touch with me. So here we are. We we are going to have a fabulous, fabulous um, podcast. And I'm so glad I'm here with two beautiful women. Ah, thank um, you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for inviting us. Thank yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And Eddie's not, Eddie will be able to join us soon. Yes, yes. He, he, I, I, I wish. Um, I mean, he'll figure out. He, he is a college graduate, so I know he'll <laughs> yes, be that, all right. That is true. <laughs> so, but um, let me see. I'm gonna. We'll we'll have some questions, and I'm gonna definitely um. Uh, talk to talk to you guys about it, but I'll wait until Eddie comes on. So. That way we can have a little bit more. Um, meanwhile, um, would you like to give us a little bio, what's going on about the organization and yourself? You know, uh, Jenny, yeah. if you want to go first, you know, yeah. it's up to you. Yeah, I can. I'll go first since I'm the oldest of the group, <laughs> the oldest sister. Um, yes. Uh, my name is Jeannie Lamba and um, was born in Brava, Cabo Verde immigrated to the U.S. when I was the age of 14, you know, uh, from uh, the island of Brava. Um, My mom had left Cabo Verde when my sister and I were, I was three, my sister was two. And again, we met her again at the age of 14 and 12. Um, So uh, my sister and I uh, found Cape Verdeans United um, about 21, 22 years ago. So we've been at it for a long time. Um, a lot of people haven't heard about us uh, true, true, true. because we are sort of like quiet. Um, but uh, well, we work hard to give back to our country. And I let Tila introduce herself. Yeah, I'm Tila Cote Adams, and uh, of course, same story as my sister. You heard that part, and have been part of CVU since the beginning. Since the beginning, it is an inspiring and worthwhile thing that we feel we do. And like she said, a lot of people haven't heard about us. 
because we're Cape Verdeans. We like to do it the hard way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like to ask. <laughs> so now that we don't like to ask for help, which is really bad when you're trying to raise money and uh, you don't like to ask because you know how hard people work. And it, you know, so sometimes we want to do it. We've done festivals uh, where we raise most of our money over the years. Uh, and obviously we have long-term supporters that have provided cash and sometimes just a, a landing hand uh, at those events. And so that's what we've been, we've been doing. And I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change much except need to raise more money. Fundraising <laughs> <laughs> awesome. is important, yeah. right? Yeah, that's, um, I mean, just, just forming the organization, being a 501c, correct? Um, yeah, 501c, correct, yeah. It, it takes a lot of work, a lot of dedication, mm-hmm. um, both physically and mentally, because you have to write things up and you have to do it right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I definitely been there, done that. And um, But I, I want to first applaud you because you know, 22 years, that's a lot of stamina. That's a lot of, that's a lot of energy. That's a lot of dedication. And, and to do that so long, even if it was just you two, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And then as you get people coming on and leaving and, and then you have to replace them, you do all that stuff, but you two are the mainstay, you know, and, and yeah, I might've not known of you, but I know of you now, and I know of you now this year on a repeated fashion. So whoever's doing your marketing, your social media, whoever's doing that, I mean, I'm seeing it constantly, boom, 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 all over the place. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's a, well, I want to, I want to, I want to add someone to the stage because, you know, this guy isn't as good looking as his brother, but. We're going to put him <laughs> on the screen, you know. Here we go. Oh, there he is. There he is. Eddie. What's up, Eddie? How you doing? I'm doing well. I can't complain. Thanks for having us on. I wish you had waited a little while. We needed two more minutes to talk about you. We were oh, having yeah. a call. <laughs> Just two more minutes. That's all we yeah. needed, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Charlie, you mentioned that you um, this year you've heard a lot about us, and mm-hmm. reason being that um, this year we completed one of our mission, you know, initial mission. So uh, we started a project, um, what we called um, Tell- Project Sandbox. Yeah, yeah. Sandbox. Project Sandbox. Sandbox. <laughs> I should know this. <laughs> uh, Project Sandbox, which we set our goal to rate to build at least one playground in each island of Cape Verde. Um, so you know, Cape Verde being you know ten different islands, well nine inhabited islands, um, you have to repeat every time you go to different islands. So there was mm-hmm. a lot of learning. We started with our first playground in 2006 in the island of Brava. Uh, second, and then we moved on. So 2022, we completed at least one playground in each island of Cape Verde, um, with Very Brava nice. having two playgrounds, being Very the first nice. one in 20, 2006, and then 2020 we built a second one. So, uh, so it was really a celebratory uh, year for us. And this is when we really sort of like brought in some new members like Eddie, 
um, and just expanded the organization and hoping to bring it forward and, and including more uh, people to help us really make a bigger impact. That's nice. That's very yeah. nice. Um, let me, we have our first comment, so I'm going to show it before I go to Eddie in uh, one second here. It's a very nice guy, Rico. Hi, Ricardo. Rico. Ricardo Correa. Yes. He says, hi, Charlie. This is Rico Correa, Walter and Stephanie Correa's son. Yep. No, Rico, you're unforgettable. I would never forget you. I still have your book on my shelf, you know. Aww. He said, I would like I would like our company to assist the organization. Please have them send info to Rico at Greenlight. What's that? Greenlightbizsolutions.com. Wow. And he has the number. So um, just to let you guys know, that will stay in the comment section. Rico, you're an amazing man. I really appreciate you. And you know what? Uh, just like his dad and his mom, he's just a special person doing great things. And, um, you know, but hit him up because he's he's good, you know? Okay. Ricardo Correa and I went to college together up at UMass. And his, his father used to be our antenna guy. In, in oh, my God. Nice. That's awesome. He put up all the antennas in the Bay Village. Oh, that very is nice. so funny. Eddie, are you guys cousin? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. DNA cousins. Char Charlie's wife and I are cousins. See that? Wow. We just, wow. Ancestry is just amazing. Right. You know, I just, I've seen so many people there. I've seen so many friends of mine that are relatives. Um, I've seen one or two girlfriends that are now my cousins. <laughs> you know. uh, but, you know, it, it, it's it, gonna it, happen. it is what it is, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. let's see. Rico says thank you, and he says we sure did. So amazing things. Yeah, we'll Eddie, definitely reach out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And in fact, Charlie's grandmother used to live next door to my mother. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. You mentioned yes. that. Yes. She was good. She never told on me. Nope. <laughs> Clara was a good lady. Yeah. You a good boy, huh? Yeah. But. Yeah. I know we're in my grandmother's good friend, so she must have told something, but you know, <laughs> they kept it a secret, you know, that lockdown yeah. secrecy. Um, yeah. Let's see. Let me see. We have another comment. I don't, I like to pay attention to the comments because they're addressing them to you guys, you know. Oh, nice. Charlie, anything I could do to help, let me know. This is a Facebook user, but we will definitely... Yeah, touch with them. Once I sign on on Facebook, I'll see some of the names here. Yeah. Um, yeah, they need to go to our, uh, like our Cabo Verdes United page. Yes. The, um, that's a good way to reach us. And I'm going to put that on the screen right now. Yeah. I, I wanted to get Eddie's bio. And yes. Eddie, if you can, because you're new to this. Okay. Um, You know, and explain how, you know, a little bio about you and uh and the how you feel and the honor or privilege of being associated with this group okay as a bio uh, i a lot of people don't know this but i was born in bravo nice and uh, i came to the united states in 1956 my sister and i traveled with two unknown people that were dressed in black 
<laughs> to this day, we still don't know who they were. They were <laughs> <laughs> the story. On, yeah, on the boat from Cape Verde to Lisbon and on the plane from Lisbon to, to uh, Boston. But uh, I grew up in New Bedford, um, ended up on Purchase Street when I first arrived. And then in 1959, we moved to the Bay Village. So I became one of the Bay Village rats, just like yes. uh, all, all of our buddies, you know. It, it's, I actually got my shirt on. Yeah. Oh, it, oh there you go. The <laughs> but there was just so much pride that uh, everybody that lived in, in, in Bay Village had and how they looked out for one another. So it's just part of the, the Cape Verdean culture to, to reach out and, and help one another in their time of need or just in general to look out for one another. So um, true. I uh, went to school in, in New Bedford, uh, graduated from New Bedford High School, ended up at UMass Amherst. And unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, I never moved back after I graduated from college. Mm -hmm. um, so I've actually lived in Connecticut now longer than I lived in uh, Massachusetts. <clears throat> wow. But yep. uh, so well, I, if you if you moved down south, you might have. Met a Baptist preacher's daughter, and you know, had, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, so usually you have it, man. Aww. I'm but, sorry, go ahead. Eddie. But, but anyway, living out here for a long time, it seemed like I was isolated from my culture, from my Cape Verdean culture. Mm. And, um, it wasn't really until you know, my connection was always by visiting New Bedford, which I do on a fairly regular basis. And I did it probably more often when my mom was alive. Uh, she passed in uh, 2012. But uh, yeah, since cool. I've connected with folks through Ancestry, I just make it a point uh, to reach out and find Cape Verdeans wherever they are. And lo and behold, uh, just about everybody I talk to is a DNA match to me. And, and it's a running joke with our organization now because every time we talk about somebody, it's like, yeah, that person's my cousin. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, I was in the uh, my daughter's bakery this this morning and a woman came up from uh, Norwich, Connecticut, and uh, she was referred to by another DNA cousin of mine down in, in Norwich, uh, Angie uh, Santos Gardner. And uh, lo and behold, after she gave me her name and her parents' names, I looked her up and her sister's a DNA match to me as well. So my, my connection... Uh, it, it gets it gets broader and broader the more research I do in, on Ancestry. Mm -hmm. But uh, as far as my connection back to CVU, um, we were invited to attend uh, a session down in Norwich last year. It was the Cape Verdean Festival over Memorial Day weekend. And my, my daughters had a, a booth, a pastry booth, and it just happened to be right alongside the CVU booth. Nice. Uh, so it was a great opportunity for me to meet the people I had heard about and envied in terms of what they had been working on and all they've accomplished in terms of building uh, playgrounds in Cape Verde. And I was a little upset at first because they had just finished or they were in the process of finishing the last playground on the last island. Very uh, nice. But lo and behold, an opportunity came up for us to rejuvenate uh, Project Sandbox, and uh, we're well on our way to uh, full to build three more playgrounds. Now, how would you say Sandbox in Creole? I don't know. Jeannie probably has that <laughs> That's one. a good one. <laughs> 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 
Books, yeah. yeah. It doesn't translate very There's no such thing. But yeah. Yeah. Sand is everywhere. So it's like, <laughs> that's, that's what we have is sand and dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine putting it in a box and, and expecting to play in it, right? We all mm -hmm. like those roll our eyes. <laughs> I, I'll yeah. tell you a quick funny story, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I heard words growing up. And uh, so I, I'm in my grandmother's house and I'm messing around with some ice cream, doing different things. And uh, so I'm putting everything in it, all kinds of stuff in it. So my grandmother says, uh, hey, you make a poor jacka, right? Yeah. So, I said, so, so I said, all right. So now I'm like going around the Bay Village and say, hey, I made poor jacka. You know, I'm thinking <laughs> it's like jagger, kachupa or something, you know. <laughs> I found out later on, and I'm like, yeah, it was a mess. It was a big mess. Hey, hey, Charlie, you know what's funny? That's one of the few words that my daughters know. And, like, mm -hmm. if, if I walk in the bakery and, uh, you know, there's flour on the floor or something because somebody just made a mess, I said this, mm -hmm. well, what the fuzzy on put jack? And they know exactly what I'm talking about. And there's a guy that's in there that's not Cape Verdean, but now he's picked up on the term. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it's a great it. word. Yeah. <laughs> Check. We've all heard it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, all right. I'm gonna leave this question open to anyone. Um, and how and but, why was the organization started? Um, so, so I'll start, and I'm sure Tia will have a lot to add to it. But, um, so like I said, um, Carly, Is we immigrated. I don't, yeah. I don't know why. It shouldn't be mine because. My kitties are not here, so they can't be making that right. noise. Let me see. Let me. Easiest way to find out. Let's do this. Tila disappeared. Sorry about that. I don't know what I did. I don't know. I still hear it. Wait one second. Yeah, it's 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 Tilia's. No, it isn't. I still hear it. Hello? It might be Eddie's. Might be yeah, I think it's Eddie's. Yep. So we'll do what we can and uh sometimes it's just a weak wire or something. It's happening as you speak. It is. Yeah. Jenny, say something. Can't hear you. Yeah, it is. All right. Let's try to do something here. All right, you guys can talk, and I'm going to try to fix this up. Fix this. I'm going to get off screen and then... Come back on, all right? All but right. Just explain, you know, how and why the organization was started. Can't hear you. You're, you're muted. Jeannie, explain think, how and why the organization was started. I think I'm muted. No, you're good now. Oh, I'm good now. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's still crunching, but in any case, so, um, so, 
you know, immigrating from Cape Verde when uh, we were um, the age of 14 and 12, we, um, we had grown up in Cape Verde with um, having very little, you know, um, we were grateful for everything we had. However, we had very little. And we went back to Cape Verde um, after many, many, many years. And um, it was in one of those trips that we went and we were looking around and seeing that the kids um, were doing the same thing that we did 20 years before, you know, just still playing with, with pretty much nothing, just trying to invent play. Um, I remember my sister and I, you know, going and taking my grandfather's rope and, you know, finding a tree and trying to make a swing out of that. And of course, our trees were very weak. Uh, and we would <laughs> swing off the tree and, you know, coming home with scratches and bumps and then getting a little stinking from for having hurt ourselves. Um, so um, we also, during the, the many years that we, um, you know, uh, Kiel, do you remember how many years um, before we went back? It was, um, uh, it was 19, we went back in 1983. We had left in 79, but we, we went back in 97. 99. So that was like 20 years later, and the kids still have nothing to play. So we also wanted to do something. We always, always wanted to do something for the children. So we came back and now, you know, I had my, I had two children and, you know, pregnant with my third and she was pregnant with her first. And we said, you know what, this is about time we do something. You know, we have been so blessed um, for having had the opportunity to leave Cape Verde. I mean, it's sad in a way for having had to leave Cape Verde, but sort of blessed to come back to, to, this, to this country where you, there were opportunities. You know, we went to school, we had gotten our degrees, we had, you know, uh, good jobs and um, a wonderful family. So we said, no, it's about time we did something. And, um, you know, and at this time, we're like, you know, what, what will we do? Hello, you know? everyone. It is still going, um, Charlie, a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, so we decided that, you know what, what we'll do, we'll focus on children and uh, we'll focus on trying to get play in education since we, you know, seeing our children and seeing how they learn through play and education, um, through play, we felt that that would be, um, that would be something that would have been very beneficial. And of course, talking to many Cape Verdeans, uh, we, we got this little like side look, you know, play, you want to do playground, you know, children need clothing, they need food, they need, you know, they need, um, you know, they need school supplies, they need all that, why would you want to build playgrounds? But we insisted, and Tia, maybe you can add Eddie, more. can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. Yeah. You hear? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, you guys can hear me okay. So that's how we came up with uh, building playgrounds. Um, yeah, but you can probably. Yeah, I mean, uh, sort of in line with what you're saying, I think that for, for I recall the conversation basically being around um, the value of, of play. Hello, can and you how, hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Can you not hear us? 
I'll get to you on your list. I can hear you. You're good? I don't know if you can hear us. It is still crunching a little bit. Crackling. No, go ahead. Yeah. So, and, I, and, and this is one thing I remember as a young child, playing, it depended on what you were playing. Um, it was not organized. We were super creative kids because we had to make up our own. So there's value in, in sometimes not having because then you become very creative. But this idea that play is not important, uh, and we see that sometimes where kids are penalized for playing. Uh, it's not encouraged. But we, we know that playing is where you uh, make friends, you negotiate, right? Mm -hmm. You play fair, you understand, you know, uh, waiting and patience. Um, and, it, and it was something that we thought we could do. I mean, it was, uh, we didn't know what it was going to look like, uh, but we knew we wanted to do that and tie it in with uh, also doing things that, uh, getting kits and things like that in addition to the playground. You know, school supplies, hygiene, or uh, and, and, and toys, and some clothing in the beginning to, to 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 add to the playground. But we knew that that's what we wanted to do. But I gotta be honest, we didn't know where to start. You know, yeah. no five hundred one c three. What is that? I mean, there are a lot of things we didn't know. We just knew we had passion. We wanted to do something. Yeah. And I like to, you know, I know that my family. We come from. We grew up with with grandparents, and we. And aunts, and we come from family of giving. That giving from our family came easy. Doing for others came easy. We grew yeah. up seeing that, so that was a value that we grew up with. That I think Jai and I carry to this day. We get joy in seeing other people happy and giving. We find more joy in giving than receiving. A lot of times, <laughs> you yeah, know, where you know we think true. about what we're doing for somebody else and what we're getting. So, and this was just a great opportunity, and we we knew we were going to start it. We didn't know how, and we just knew we had to go and find out and learn how, like, and learn the steps that we needed to, to to accomplish. But it wasn't easy. We were we didn't know what we're doing. Um, a lot of time. Yeah, it was a scary time because I, you know, we wanted to, but we didn't know how. And it was finding people that could help us answer those questions. And, and I want to, yeah. I'm sorry, I want to add one thing about our name. The thing that we wanted most, most is it not to be about our island, but it had to be about Cape Verde. It had to be about all Cape Verdean children and not just children from our specific island. We made that very, and that's why we came up with the, uh, with the name Calverdians United. Um, because we always knew that to do it, we also needed to connect with other islands and other people um, that shared our passion, but it wasn't just about our unique um, place of uh, of where we came from. So I'm sorry, yeah. I just, sorry, Jay, you can go. Yeah. No, no, it's great. I mean, yeah, we, we, we started with Bravo, but yes, it was important that it would be the whole entire Cape because, you know, what we saw was people doing things, but it's almost like it was, we were dividing. I mean, many organizations were just dividing the, the different islands. They would do things for their own island. And we felt that it was all children, all Cape Verdean children deserve to fight. And um, hence our name, which, you know, we love to this day, right? <laughs> yeah. And how so, we did it was a lot of support. How we yeah. did it was actually having friends. We've had a lot of people that have come and gone, 
but they made they helped us get to to different points of success. So I just want to also recognize that we found it, but we were not alone in this journey, uh, this twenty year yeah. journey. Yeah, and and then once we found our organ five hundred one c three, we established that we knew that we wanted to be official you know uh, we knew that you know if somebody's going to make a donation to us we want it to be a true uh organization not just um you know uh, yeah through 501c3 and um and once we did that then it was like i know we need to fundraise for it right so initially we started by um you know doing dinner dances and that's something that we had seen other people do you know, uh, and uh, uh, so we had our first dinner dinner dance. Was it 2001 or 2002, Keila? I think it was. Yeah, very early. Yeah. Yeah. Roger Williams Park uh, Museum, um, and we organized our first dinner dance, and we had a bunch of musicians, um, very talented musicians. It was such a beautiful uh, evening, and many people came and supported. And um, we did the, we did that for a little while, and then it was becoming very very complicated and very <laughs> cumbersome to raise money that way because we would um, have um, you know it would be like the Saturday before the the the, the dance, and we would have twenty people coming. <laughs> we needed one hundred and fifty people in order to meet the um, you know the requirements for the for the for the venue. So, um, so, so we did that, but it was very stressful, and then it was just not making, you know, it was not worth all the effort that we were putting into um, into the fundraising. So, um, so we did that until, you know, I think 2006 or 2007 might have been the last year that we did that, and then we decided that we would do fundraise in a different way, where we would sell. Um, at the at the Caribbean festival event, you know, so we would sell food at the Providence festival. We we've done on set for many 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 years, and we were able to raise at least ten thousand dollars per year, and that's how we raised the money. Most of maybe ninety percent of our, all our funds was raised that way. We're selling cachupa. Cachupa <laughs> 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 pastel. <laughs> So um, yeah, so we would sell cachupa and we'll sell rice and beans, we'll sell chicken, you know, um, sold enough to be able to do a playground every two, every couple of years. So 2006, we did Brava. In 2008, we sent a playground to folk, right, Tila? Um, yeah. mm -hmm. And then, you know, and then it, we really, at, during that period, we really were being put to a test right um where we you know it was very difficult to make connection with the mayors and we were very new uh people were not getting back to us um so it took several years 2012 when in that playground for Senegal was sent in 2006 and it was not until 2012 when they actually we had to go to Senegal and actually Amazingly, found all the parts of the playground in this like abandoned warehouse, and um, were able to put it together. And I think it was after 2012 that we really 
solidify the organization. I think before then, we were really trying to figure out, do we give this up? This may not be worth it. You know, it may, we're not going to be able to have partnership in KVIRD to be able to actually be productive. And um, yeah, so 2012, we're able to get the playground in Sinicloud. And then 2014, we went back for um, uh, San Vicente and Saint Anton. And so we then decided to do two playgrounds each time because it was very expensive. The the members made barely enough money just to raise enough for the to, to purchase the playground and ship it. Um, so the members had to pay their own way. And um, so we decided we'll do two playgrounds. We'll go for two weeks and do two playgrounds. So we did uh, 2014, we did um, Sa, uh, no, San Vicente and Saint Anton. And then um, I, we came back in 2014. Unfortunately, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So I had Sorry. to, put, yeah, well, here I am <laughs> almost 10 years later. So I, I'm yeah. lucky. Um, had to put on, you know, the organization on a pause for a little while, right? And um, we regrouped in 2018, right, Tila? Um, maybe yeah. we can talk about, yeah, you went to 2018, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. that that was San Vicente. No, that was uh, that was prior and 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 oh. Mai in 2000. Mai, okay. Well, I, I have my. I'm very good. Not very good with calendar like that. So <laughs> I might not get it right. So we've okay. been doing it, and and the routine because of the way we we were fundraising, it would take us two years to cycle or to raise enough money. Because again, we're doing it all by labor, like by hands-on yeah. work, and not asking or. Uh, for donations. So it, it took us two years. Plus, we were also during this time, we were raising our kids. Yeah. You know? So my son was a little boy, I mean, an infant, and he's 23 now and almost out of college. So there, there was a lot of years um, of us focusing on our full time careers and, and raising our kids and doing this. So it was about every two years until like this year, this 12 month cycle, we've, it'll be three, three times we're going. To build yeah. playground, so we've really like, uh, and I, I mean, we're all gonna have the, the, the Eddie jump in a little bit to talk about what he's done to make to kind of propel us uh, with the fundraising and really changing our. I mean, we with this last trip, we decided that we're we're doing CVU 2.0, and we want to do bigger and, and better things. But the passion still with that playground is real, and I think Eddie Eddie has done some amazing. Uh, marketing and, and um, fundraising strategies to kind of get us to where we are, where we're going to Fog in April, in May for two weeks, we're doing three playgrounds, you know? That's unheard of. That's yeah, unheard after of. building four already, probably, you know, two already this year. So, um, Eddie, it, uh, I don't know if you have one or two devices on. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can. Um, uh, do you want me to log out and log back in? I, if if you have one or two devices, yeah. if you have two devices on, that that could be some of the feedback. Or if it's a, a wiring, right, that's where it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we we now we're opening ourselves up a little bit more to have people with different skill set come on. Uh, to, to really help us because we need that. And that's when Heather and uh, we, uh, Nelson, which is not here, he, uh, and Eddie kind of joined us more recently 
And it's just been amazing because everybody has really strong skill set that align and also the passion behind it. They all, all want to be a part of this. And it's been incredible to have. We're lucky to have such strong uh, team okay. and people who just have passion about COVID and want to do something. So and we're always passionate about that. giving back. Correct. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So, I, yeah, um, so, yeah. And I, I was the president of CVU for the last 20 some years. Um, so this past year, once we completed Project Sandbox, um, I decided to let, um, we have this wonderful member, Stephanie, who has been there with us mm. from the beginning. I think she met us at the, I, I she was supposed to meet, to be in um, on this, but, um, she she's working so i don't know if she's going to be able to join us but stephanie had been there from day one stephanie ramos is her name um and so she's taken on the leadership and uh the role of president this year and trying to guide us to uh you know to do something you know um a little bit different and like tila says having eddie um who is a master fundraiser and mm -hmm. heather um Heather uh, Burns. Yeah. Uh, she's a brand new uh, member since um, we returned from Boa Vista. And then um, also adding Nelson. Uh, Nelson grew up in Caverd and has really um, great understanding of how Caverd, how uh, logistics work in Caverd, how the government works. So um, he's able to uh, easily connect us with people. In, in Cape Verde and be able to really help, help us. Um, Plus, know. he has the he's ha he's mastered the language too, which we speak right. Creole, but it's our Creole. Mm -hmm. He he writes and he's just he will be able to help us communicate at a level that we need to to really yeah. connect with leadership in Cape Verde. Yeah, very nice. You know, do more bigger things that we're, we're yeah. planning on. So yeah. Um, I also want to let you know that. Um, Anytime you want to come on the podcast, you just let me know and we'll set up something, even yeah. if it's something that's last minute, whatever, you may be at an event, you may be at a meeting, anything, just let me know, you know, just text me or send me an email and then we can set up something because actually all we need is, is somebody to have a phone and I could send a link and then we can connect um in any way you know i haven't and, uh, thought about that and i don't know I, I, i've shared it before it didn't go over too well but we should do a live from COVID while we're there yes right would that be nice yeah that would be that would awesome be nice. i know the time zone different may impact that uh but i think it would be exciting to show you know while we're yeah in it, it. Would, it would be so nice and yeah. like i said there's no reason why we can't connect now because we know what you know, we, we know each other. We have my phone, my emails, whatever. Just just say, hey, Charlie, you got a second today or you got 30 minutes? Let's do something from Cabo Verde. Okay. And then I'll send you a link and then we'll get connected and we'll go from there. I'm, I'm on a new platform called Fireside, which is, is um, it's worldwide now. So, you know, that's another avenue that I have. And uh, 
you know, and all, all we need is two phones, mine and yours, and we can go from there. We'll do that. Right. We'll take you up on it. No problem. You guys still yeah. getting the feedback when I went off? Yeah, I. It it seems like it's it's just static, and I don't know where it's coming from. But I changed wires. Um, I think I, it went off though when Eddie. Yeah, once I once I mute Eddie. Was it clear? Yeah. Yeah, once I mute you, it's clear. Yeah. And now when I when I unmute you, I hear it again. Eddie, do you have a phone with you that's, you know, interacting with your computer or something? If you have a phone, I, I can send it right to I your phone. Technology. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it is. It is. Just getting the message out. And it's still doing it on my end. Yeah. I'm gonna. We're gonna have to have a show just for Eddie, so mm -hmm. he can explain himself. <laughs> I can't, you know. It's uh, and the one thing about it is work, you know. I think most of us are on Facebook, so we could do it right on Facebook Live and just invite everybody. Yeah. You know, but the one thing I like about this podcast is that we're on YouTube, we're on Streamyard, we're on. LinkedIn, you know, so it's all there, you know. Yeah. Um, I have a yeah. The one thing that I, I would like to add is yeah. um, the thing that we're learning is we, we have to do a better job of marketing our organization, and mm -hmm. that's why we really appreciate the fact that that you're having today to tell everybody a little bit about our organization. But we've also have been reaching out to like the presidents of the Cape Verdean organizations in the various cities in Connecticut, like Waterbury, Bridgeport, and Norwich. And we're finding that everybody is trying to do something to benefit the folks of Cape Verde. And we're all kind of working on our own island. And if, if we share what our agenda is and what we're trying to accomplish, uh, we'll find that the, the load becomes a lot lighter because everybody, to a certain extent, is trying to do the same thing. And everybody has their own resources. So if, you know, we work with the folks in Waterbury and the folks in, in uh, Bridgeport and Norwich and also reach out to the folks in New Bedford, Brockton, Providence, Pawtucket, um, the, the load becomes very, very light. We've actually run into somebody that, was talking about building a playground in Brava uh, in the near future. So that's somebody that we would like to collaborate with. And uh, it, again, it's just a, a, a matter of messaging. Uh, I, personally, I never used Facebook until I got involved with this project, uh, simply because I knew I had to try and reach folks that I knew. Now and, you have uh, more friends project, than we do, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the project that we recently are involved with is called Pull-Ups for Playgrounds. And uh, I committed to doing 1,000 pull-ups um, to get attention, you know, trying to get uh, people to look at this old guy, 70 years old, committing to doing 1,000 pull-ups. And if everybody com uh, commits to three cents a pull-up, that would be $30 a person. 
as a donation. And if we could reach a thousand people, we would raise the $30,000 that we set out to raise. Uh, so far, we've uh, done a great job in, in like a 45 day period. Uh, we're pretty close to our target, but we're still not there. So uh, hopefully people are watching that either haven't heard about us or have heard, but uh, haven't gotten around to make a, a donation yet. In fact, I just put a message out on Facebook. If the people that have already donated, donate another $10 each, um, we would be very close to making our goal. And uh, uh, because it's not only the cost of the playgrounds, it's the cost of shipping the playgrounds uh, mm -hmm. to Cape Verde. That's uh, pretty expensive. And I don't know if Jeannie or Tila mentioned it, but uh, we, we raised the money for the playgrounds, but we also provide the manpower to go and build these playgrounds. And every volunteer that goes is paying their own expenses. So whatever monies are being donated aren't covering our airfare, our hotel, or uh, uh, food expenses. We pay for that ourselves. So we really do appreciate every single dollar that uh, everybody donates and can donate. Uh, and this is this is like our immediate project. Continue to do this for years on out. So we'll be back. We'll be at the Onset Festival, uh, selling T-shirts or selling food to uh, raise money for the next set of playgrounds. Yeah, well, I'll definitely so, be there. Please donate, and, uh, we could everybody. Yeah, take for a, sure. And, and, and you know, thanks to Eddie. I mean, he is incredible um, because. <laughs> Like like Tila said, it would take us two years in order to do what Eddie has done in 45 days. Yeah. It's a two-year period. So he's changed the game for, for CVU, and we're so grateful. And Stephanie's on. Hi, Hi Stephanie. Hi, Hi. Sorry, Hi Stephanie. I'm sorry, Charlie. How are you? Stephanie, you mind signing off? We had... We wasn't finished talking about you, so if you could <laughs> sign off. For... Oh, that's all right. I can take it. Yes, all right. Can. Hi, everybody. Nice to meet you. You as well, Charlie. Thanks for having me. Uh, anytime. We, we um, got... I know you're coming on the tail end, but I'm just happy to have a few minutes with you. Stephanie, how did you know get involved Stephanie with uh, CBU? Yeah. I was just about to say that, Charlie. I know you know my family. You know Donna and Lori Sports and Kala and Vicky and Yes. That those are my first cousins. Awesome. You got a great family tree. Yes, yes. I am so uh so that's good. I am yeah. um it's amazing how I'm finding out a lot of history about New Bedford and Cape Verde, Cape Verdeans, and um, I just wish it was more shared on a constant mm -hmm. basis when I was growing up, you know. Um, yeah. But uh, hey, I'm 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 proud of my heritage, and I want to continue to do um, what I can for Cape Verde. But I'm going to start with you guys. So I'm going to start with CBU and try to share and, and do all I can to try to raise some money for you and help you out. Um, Thank you. And um, someone fi finally hired me, um, you know, so I'm going to be working full time uh, next week. 
Um, my pension isn't good enough, you know. I, I asked Eddie for money; he won't send it. You know. So I'm I'm gonna go work in an elementary school in my neighborhood, and I can't wait. Oh, awesome! Congratulations! Yeah, yeah very so, good. So I'll send some money. Um, do you guys yeah. still take green stamps? <laughs> green no, stamps. No. Got to be on a credit card. <laughs> I got a whole box full. I thought I was rich, you know. <laughs> no, all joking aside, I am so happy, so happy that you guys are here, and um, you know, uh, I don't know how much we can continue. We probably about ten minutes worth, you know. Or if you want to stay on, that's up to you. you know? Yeah. So Eddie, do you want to answer? How can people help out? Well, we have a we have a GoFundMe page that uh, we've been um, advertising via our Facebook pages and our friends. Uh, we also have a mailing address, uh, and uh, Gina, you'll have to provide that. Yeah, it's, uh, mailing address. Yeah. If anybody, you know, us a lot of uh, our older folks don't like to use electronic funds transfer, so mailing checks. Or uh, just seeing one of us in person. I've been to the ULOA church and made an announcement. There will be another announcement made on April 16th by my niece, uh, Lindsay Montero Carter, uh, Carter Montero. Uh, I so like her. She's know. pretty good. Yes, yeah. so she's a, she's a good person. Yeah. And they can go to our website and our website they can reach our gofundme page there's a link there from the website mm -hmm. uh, or they can make a gift right through the website through through a credit card through paypal so we have many many different ways to donate and it is a hundred percent tax deductible because we are 501c3 so any donation that is made um uh will receive um a tax uh deduction uh, per irs rules mm -hmm. so, yeah can i add one more the area is skill uh, we, would love, we, we would love to have that people to the team that have maybe graphic design skills uh social media um influencers if you are you want to share our what we're doing um you know and you know just skill sets that we need that to add to the team i think yeah. I think Brand graphic design is, yeah, for doing marketing, yeah, uh, marketing experience, um, all of that helps because just getting the word out, we need, now it takes a lot more to get word out, you know, the, uh, you can't just be a Facebook, I can't just put a picture up, I need to do a video, you need to make it fun and interesting to catch right. people's attention, so, and uh, none of us here, I work for Rhode Island School of Design, but I'm not an artist. Um, so a little, a little help in that area, like making merchandise, we will need people to help us do some graphics work. So if you have that talent and you want to support us in that way, uh, go to our website and look for our email, uh, which Coverties, yeah, is it Coverties United? Yeah, I email that, that, that com. Yeah. Yes. And just send us a message and, and just share your different talents you have that you think. Yes, absolutely. I um if you can just um make a like a help wanted like just just a little graphic you know and and try to share it you know um 
What it could be like, you know, CBU, help wanted, you know, graphic designers, and and then basically right. just share it with everybody. Um, Great idea. And, and, Good idea. Good idea. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm yeah. Try. And, and, and yeah, like, you know, I, I think Tila might have mentioned it, like grant writing. That's another area that there are a lot of opportunities, but it's a special skill, yes, um, you know, in order to be able to do that. So um, if somebody can, you know, can help there, that would be really, really helpful. Otherwise, just send cash and we will put it to building smiles for the children of paper. Or yeah. visit us at, at onset or our next uh, event and yeah. buy some kachupa. Jai makes the best kachupa. Yes. Nice. So our kachupa at the, at the onset festival is the bomb. I'm sorry, yeah. competition. But it is true. No I, competition. I, I, <laughs> promise, I promise to be there. Um, yeah. Um, a few years back, we used to do the Kachupa cook-off, and, and we used Kachupa to Kachupa Fest? Have you gone to that one? Which one? Kachupa Fest? No. That was started by uh, one of our members, um, Nelson, yeah. and, uh -huh. and Jet Sal group, you know? And I think they really need to continue with that. It's such a great idea. Uh, oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely, you can, you can definitely with us. Okay, Bradens, you can get money. If you're feeding people, you're going to get some money. So. <laughs> it's true. That's how we build 10 playgrounds, right? Uh, right. Yeah. right, Stephanie? Yeah. That's yeah. true. Uh, if if yeah. anyone, any one of you could please, you know, reach out to Rico. He's a solid dude, as Eddie knows. And um, I think he can definitely help you out with a lot of things that you're looking for um, just by talking to him. Right. So, I mean, yeah, it's not like you had to. His, his... Go ahead, Eddie. Yeah, I got I his, I think I got his um, greenlightbizsolutions.com, Rico at greenlightbizsolutions. I think that, sure. that was his contact. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I can follow up with him. You, yeah. yeah, you got to capture him because, you know, he's like a trailblazer. You can never lock him down. You know, he's all over the place. So, yeah. get a hold yeah. of him now and... Uh, is that from Greenlight Studio? Um, say that, that again. Is that affiliated with Light Studio? Um, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna put the comment on the screen. Okay. It's called Greenlight Biz Solutions, Stephanie. That's his. Uh, that's his email. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And we also would like to give a shout out to another wonderful supporter. His name is um, Don Lopes. You know, he uh, gave us a wonderful challenge. You know, we were almost at our goal of 30000 but are quite there. So Don uh, gave us a $2,500 challenge. Wow. Um, nice. So we've been working on that, uh, trying to, to, if we make $2,500, you will match it 100%. Yes. So anybody that gives at this time to, uh, our, to Eddie's GoFundMe, um, will uh, help us get to that $2,500 uh, uh, unlock that challenge from Don um, and uh, that'd yeah. be great if people can go on there and donate if you go to my Facebook page or Cowboys United you see the link you will you will need right. oh there's repos yeah okay. what, I, what I'll do is um, uh, once a week I'll share that GoFundMe page on on uh, 
podcast page um, and uh, and I'll actually create something on my own to bring some more people to you um, and we'll go from there you know oh, that is that is wonderful we really appreciate awesome. it thank you so much yeah Thank yeah. you, Charlie. And I told Charlie at the beginning, I, you know, I don't know if we are on, but Charlie needs to come to Cape Verde and really experience Cape Verde by giving back. And yeah. once you do that, it, you know, it changes your life. It does. You know, it it totally. changes your life. And the people are so wonderful. The country is beautiful and it's safe. And just to work with children, seeing a child like lighting up because you gave them a kit that has notebooks and pens yeah. and pencil. You know, yeah. it's like, oh my God, it's like the kid that here in the US got an iPhone. You yeah. know, that's how they react to that. And the parents will come and thank us and tell us that a child has been holding her little stuffed animal for the last three days and she wouldn't put it down because mm. it's her very first stuffed animal and she feels so grateful. So, you yeah. know, I want to thank our supporters that donate those, um, make those donations and we are able then to take it to the to the children. So, um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dad, you, want to, you want to talk about the collections also? So it's not just yeah. You want to tell them, or Stephanie, you want to tell them about the collection? Well, so the kids, the kids, the hygiene. Go ahead, Jean. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, from the beginning, we decided that okay, we'll do the playground, but we also will add a school supply. So we do a kit. Um, that has everything that a child would need for the year for school. Notebooks, pen, pencils, erasers, uh, rulers, uh, pencil sharpener, just basic things. Uh, crayons. So we, in a Ziploc bag, we would put all those items and we would go to the school and give to the children. Um, another thing that is really needed is hygiene, you know, supply like toothbrushes, toothpaste, uh, ointment for uh, antibiotic ointment, band-aid. Um, am I missing anything on that? On that? It is, you know, a, a bar of soap, a little towel, washcloth, um, yeah. a comb maybe, and uh, maybe shampoo and conditioner, but just basic stuff. So that's another kit that we put together and we mm -hmm. bring for the children. Uh, another very loved item that we bring is stuffed animals. And they're not, no, they're gently used. We ask people, make sure it's not dirty or ripped or anything, mm -hmm. but gently used toys. And and we collect stuffed animals. We collect um, action figures, yeah. dolls, uh, matchbox cards, Lego. And we try to keep, keep it to a very limited things that we collect. And the children just love those things. And um, soccer, uh, soccer. Yeah. In there. Yeah, go ahead and tell them about Yeah, that. yeah. So, I mean, we, you know, if, if uh, clubs out there are changing uniform or schools are changing their uniform, contact us. We collect them all. We go by color. It doesn't matter what it says. Right. And, and the kids and, and soccer balls and cleats, um, the socks, mm -hmm. all of that. All of that. Uh, Cape Verdean people love soccer. And yeah. they start very young and they're barefoot most of the times. Mm -hmm. when they're playing and they don't mind it's fine for them but it would be nicer if they had <laughs> soccer shoes or whatever cleats is all you call yeah right you know um so that i mean that's another items that is very very sought out by mm -hmm. by kids and schools and 
yeah. and uh, yeah. athletic groups. So if, if there are people out there, and this is the thing, connecting people who have stuff that they're getting rid of mm-hmm. with people, you know, with people like us, who can take that and make a difference to a, a kid in Cape Verde, to, you know, um, it's it's wonderful. Yeah, it is. True, true. Basic things, such basic things yeah. for us mean so much. Yeah. Too. So. Yeah, and and this year, um, this first time, we partner with um, a group in New Bedford uh, who collected um, high feminine hygiene product for 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 the girls of Cape Verde, and that's something that we take for granted here. Mm-hmm. Um, that, but not every child has access. Most kids there won't have access to a feminine uh, hygiene product. So um, feminine protection, yeah. 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 So uh, that's something that we are also going to continue to collect and bring for 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 the girls and women of Cape Verde. So mm-hmm. many yeah. opportunities to help. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Heather has been instrumental in reaching out to different organizations. Like we, she collected some running shoes backpacks, um, dry fit shirts. Um, you know, it's just, there are people out there with things, it's just connecting the have with the- Do you, the, do you remember the name of that website? One, uh, World, One World Money? Money? Yeah, yeah. One yeah. World Money. We got a, a 150 brand new dry fit shirts. We got mm-hmm. running shoes. We, 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 um, we got backpacks, like three cases of backpacks. Brand new. So brand new, all brand new. Right. From right. a call she made, you know. But we know there are people out there. If you have stuff and it's discontinued or you are not able to use it, you bought too many for an event, reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We will take them. Very nice. I um I'm gonna do whatever I can. I, I definitely um you know, have things that I have to get rid of in my storage unit um, up here in my studio where, you know, if I showed you, you see a lot of stuff up here. But, um, <laughs> you know, Drills, so. tools. If you have an extra drill, yeah, you have to bring, even that we have to bring with us. Yeah. So we have to buy in and ship it with, uh, with our, you know, so things like that. You have an extra drill you're not using? Yeah, but it has to be the, uh, okay. <laughs> the Dr. John, it has to be specific one because we all have a place to plug it in. It has to be a power co- uh, um, cordless one. Battery yeah. operated. Yes, that's true. Operated, Thank yeah. you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Well, I really appreciate you, you, you good, good people, you beautiful people that, and everything that you're doing, it's amazing. And I want to do this again. So as you're doing events, you know, just send me an email and we'll definitely hook up and go on, you know, live again. Um, And if it's just all of you, if it's all of you, that's perfect. If it's some of you, that's even good too, you know. So I would definitely, I want to open this up to you because of what you're doing and dedication that you're showing to to Cabo Verde is, is real important. And um, just keep up the good work. Yes. And, All right. you know, Thanks I, a lot, Charlie. Oh, yeah, thank you so much. And thank please you. watch us, you know, this spring as we go to Fogue and build three playgrounds. Yes. In three so- different locations for the children there. So um, yeah. 
Oh, you're going to get tired of me. You're going to say, oh, child. Oh, no, we'll never get tired of you. Never. I'm going to steal your pictures. I'm going to do all kinds of things. So if you if you take a bad picture and you post it, all you can do is say, really, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, Charlie. Yeah. Have those. <laughs> really, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's, Thank you uh, for this opportunity. It's, it's yes. Wonderful. And yeah, I'm sorry joined in so late, but I'm happy I had these few minutes. To Madam this. President. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's but, all right. We got your back stuff. You know, people, everybody on this, on this, this podcast was speaking good for you. You know, they, she's going to be late. She's busy. Oh, um, yes. She yeah. had to go grab a, a cheeseburger somewhere. <laughs> um, you know, stopping at Starbucks, you know, and she'll be ready. So, but uh, no, we're definitely uh, yeah. we'll do this again. I'm going to share everything I can. Um, I hope you're giving me permission to cut and paste things on your website. And uh, I'll definitely be doing my end. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm going to send $30, but all I have is pennies. Do you take that? Uh, <laughs> Eddie will come and get it. I, I, don't, I don't have to roll, I don't have to roll the to pennies. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. We'll take pennies. We'll take pennies. Yeah. Yeah. Money. I love you guys. So. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you so, so much. much, Charlie. Really appreciate you, it. All right. Good night, so night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night, good Thanks night. for watching. Thank you. Bye. Figure out how Bye. to get out now. <laughs> <laughs> Just close all the computer. Right. <laughs> I can remove it. It's all right. Okay. Bye. Awesome. I'm going to definitely end with my favorite song. That's an awesome group and dedicated people doing the right thing by the country of Cabo Verde. And, um, you know, you, you just don't have, I mean, we have them, we have people, we have volunteers, and um, but they've been doing it for a long, long time. Um, and they're making kids smile, very much so, you know with everything that they're offering from the parks to the cleats, to the soccer balls, to anything, anything. If you don't have something and you're given something, you know, you just appreciate it. You really appreciate it, you know? And, uh, but I'm going to continue to support them as much as I can. Um, and here's the address again. They were founded in 2001. Cabo Verdeans United, created um, by Wix.com. The number is 1-860-266-6953, P.O. Box 862 South Windsor, Connecticut, 06074. All right. Well, I always end my podcast with uh, my favorite song, and just remember you're going to be on we're going to be on spotify you know in a few minutes once i upload it to spotify and we're going to do our thing you know all right let's see here all right everyone i will be back live on the really Charlie podcast um next week 
um, may have two shows coming to you. And feel free, you know, you got time, you don't want to listen to me on the radio. Join us on WNB1 Radio. Put WNB1 Radio on your devices, Apple um, or Android. And you can also join the site. You know, we got our website, you know, WNB1Radio.com. And uh, there's other shows. There's a Wind Down Podcast. It's Frankie Ryman, DJ Mags. There's Stevie Lopes, Derek Consatio, Berto Carter, Margarita Graham, uh, Janine Hunt. It just goes on and on. Geo, it's just amazing. You know, we're doing many, many things there at the station. But I am on on Tuesday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, playing you some R&B music. So feel free to give me a give me a call or just add me to your devices. I'm going to play all your old songs from Earth, Wind and Fire to Usher to many of the hits right now, you know, that we're playing now. I, I switch it up. I filter it all out and I'll play new school, old school, um, even old, old school. I, I'm just doing what I can. You have the request, I'm gonna play it. All right, everyone. Well, I got one more comment. I wanna let me see here. Thank you, thank you. And you're welcome, you know. I appreciate you. Appreciate you for listening. And this is great. All right. right. My favorite song is coming up. And I will talk to you guys this week. God bless. It's the really Charlie podcast. Yeah, it's the really Charlie podcast. Yo, yo, it's the really Charlie podcast. Bump into your broadcast. Grab a chair, fill your glass. Yeah, it's the really Charlie podcast. Yo, it's the really Charlie podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's the really Charlie podcast. Bump into your broadcast. Grab a chair, fill your glass. The Really Charlie Podcast. Making memories last. Your time, my time, we all shine on the Really Charlie Podcast.